know we don't have to be here. They're not going to post any of this. The FBI not going to allow it. Okay, we well, there's a little something me. called the First Amendment. This... Is it rolling? Yeah, we're rolling. Good evening. This is Donna Thompson reporting from what used to be the fairgrounds of the July 4th party. Did you hear that? Yeah, what was it? What the fuck is that? Listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 280. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where uh, this year we have learned that uh, independence doesn't exactly apply to women's bodies, okay? Ooh. I've said my piece, now along <laughs> with the legalized explosives and beer. In. <laughs> Codependence Day. I'm, I'm codependent on you. That's right, you are. And I, f- I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm <laughs> healthy, I'm pretty healthy in this relationship. And Are you, though? Yeah, you got some issues. Are you? You yes. had a knee replacement before you were 40. It's not it wasn't exactly, a replacement. It's not exactly healthy. It wasn't a replacement. <laughs> they just took part of my knee out. <laughs> and didn't replace it with anything. And now I can't walk for more than 20 minutes without feeling like I'm going to die. That's all. Well, I guess you don't really need it. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Right? Fucking A. Happy 4th of July, James. Happy 4th of July, Mike. Oh, hey, you're James. Oh, I am James. That's Mike. Hi, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm James. Happy Fourth of July. Hey, how's it? How's it? How's it been treating you? How's it? How's it? How's it? How's uh, it? <laughs> not too bad. It's not actually the Fourth of July. This will be coming out on the Fourth of July, maybe if um, we remember to post it. Should be. If Mike's not too drunk by then. No, I will be. Because you'll be here, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll be here. You'll be here. Oh, we're coming. <laughs> we plan on drinking the beers, lighting the fireworks. Ooh, I bought fireworks. <laughs> yeah, I need. <laughs> You bought mortars this year? Yeah. That's not a good idea. No, it's a good idea. It's a no, great it's... idea. It's a great idea. <laughs> That's, are, we, are, you, are you actually planning on lighting those off at my, my house? I was planning on lighting them off your roof, like I told you earlier. My roof? Yeah, why not? I thought you were kidding. <laughs> we're going to burn that locust there's no, tree down. There's no trees on the roof. I can go straight into the air. <laughs> no, that's not true. There is a tree that hangs directly over my roof. You have a tree on your roof? Yes. Oh, weird. I know. Plant. Oh, we should start planting trees in people's chimneys. <laughs> Don't use them. <laughs> be such a dick thing to do. I know, right? Um, how no, would I Santa thought, get down there? I thought, like, you know how we usually have uh, uh, um, uh, Roman candle uh, fights? We could do that with mortars. Oh. And we have four spouts in which to ejaculate fire out of. So four of us could do it. Yes. At each other's faces. Yes. Dave Rexroth style. Yes. <laughs> That's so insensitive. We'll be, I'm we'll sorry. Be, we'll be very glassy afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> like doll's eyes. That's great. You'll be able to keep an eye on both of your children at the same time. <laughs> oh, we say uh, that in love. I well, do. do. I, I like Dave Rexroth a lot. But, Absolutely. But, you know. Do you think he's ever gone out? Only I know, one eye. Wrong holiday, but do you think he's ever dressed up as a Tyrannosaurus Rexroth for Halloween? Because he totally should. Rexroth. <laughs> Rothchomp. Do you remember Rothchomp? the fuck is Rothchomp? What I are have you talking it, about? If I pulled it up in my notes on my phone right now, under sticker ideas, for the past five years, I've been taking notes on my phone 
and I'm going to get all of these stickers made eventually, and one of them is Rothchomp, and it's something that you came up with. <laughs> and it was, like, about right. it was like a kaiju character or something. Rothchomp. Rothchomp. You're, you're just like, I don't know if there was like a character called Rothchomp, and you were just going to like glass, glaze over that like it was no big deal. Oh, Rothchomp. Amazing. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah, but uh, it's not July 4th right now. It is July the 1st, but uh, when this... No, it's actually you, the 2nd. Oh, is it? It's technically oh, yeah, the 2nd. Because we've been sitting here for way too long. Correction. And uh, this may or may not be the second time we've tried this. No, it's not, actually. Because... Oh, no, it's no, not? That was all on your head. Oh, never mind. I clicked I clicked the button this time. No so doubts is so, all in my so head. Is okay. Dolph Lundgren looking like an absolute snack, right? We're we watching Dark Angel. Dark Angel. Nice. I'm, <laughs> I'm into that, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, so happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. Yep. Um, what? Whatever whatever that means for you this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, what have you been up to, Ben? Uh, not a whole lot. My uh, my washing machine died yesterday. Oh, that That's fun. Right in the middle of a load of towels. So I now have two garbage bags full of wet towels in my driveway that I don't want leaking all over my house. And uh, I have a washing machine full of stinky water because I don't know how to get rid of it. (laughs) Probably going to have to like literally fill buckets tomorrow or tonight when I get home to get rid of it. Are you going to get a new washing machine? No idea. Sears is coming out. Or I guess like Sears is closed. Sears? There's no Sears anymore. So whoever took over their, their warranty... People, I don't know. My my fucking landlord dealing with it. It's his washer, so I don't give a shit. Oh, you don't have to pay for it. Fuck no. Oh, that's nice. You think I would have bought a stacking washer, washer oh. and dryer? No, that's no. awful. No, 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 no. But um, do you think I would have bought the house that I'm in <laughs> to necessitate the stacking washer and dryer? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no, they're coming out tomorrow though, which sort of screws up my weekend plans. But whatever, life happens, right? What were your weekend plans? Uh, we're going hiking tomorrow. Where? Uh, Kensington. Kensington. Mrs. Kensington. Yeah, we're going to go out there. Our plan was to go out there and hike and have like a little picnic. You know, Mm. we're we're a fan of eating in the woods. I bet you are. I might still. (laughs) Might be a breakfast. In the uh, thick brush, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, though, yeah. uh, So we're going to do that. Now we got to leave super early in the morning, though, so we can still get all that in and be (laughs) home for the the guy to come. So why don't you just uh, why don't you just wait and go on Sunday? Because uh, we have plans on Sunday. Okay. Yep. Well, anyway, though, um, you'll be happy to know, James. Yeah. I, I officially have finished not one, but two audiobooks this week. Audiobooks? Yeah. Are you still re- reading real books, too, or have you oh, given yeah. that up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are like at work or whatever. I've been listening to like uh, biographies. I find that I can listen to those. I have not dipped my toes back into novels yet, because that's kind of what I had a hard time with the first time. You don't like, yeah, you don't like the novels. I don't like people reading to me. The, the difference with biographies... Do you feel that, like they're talking down to you? What kind of, yeah. No, like <laughs> I, I feel like with biographies, because I'm listening to ones that are being narrated by the people who it's about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like That's just like listening to someone talk about their life. It's different. Yes, they're reading, but they wrote it. Sure. So it's like, it's just their musings. Yeah. Um, it's like hanging out with somebody and them just telling you cool stories. Exactly. Like yeah. I listened to the John Moxley book, the first one. It's a pro wrestler. <laughs> I was going to say, you told me who that was, but I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I had a pro, I so I, what's I the like other wrestling. one you listened to? Uh, I listened to the Kevin Smith uh, one. Oh, right on. Which is super old. He needs to come <clears throat> out with a new one because in the end of this book, he's retiring from filmmaking. <laughs> At this point, I think he's made four more films, <laughs> so it's a bit outdated. But um, uh, storyteller, 
Yeah. If you like the the, the Dave Grohl, if you like the uh, the guys telling stories about their lives, storyteller. I, I just finished it a couple weeks ago. It's awesome. I definitely want to listen to that one. Um, there's some other ones. I'll dip my toes back into the novel world. I have that NPC book that you <clears throat> sent me a while back. Oh, the, I can yeah. restart that one. Um, that one you will like. Okay. It's two. It's two people doing two different characters. So there's a little bit of flavor. It doesn't. And 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 it's it it's just. Even though you're not religious, you like uh, religious stuff being woven into stories like a national treasure and stuff like that. I like fiction, James. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you will like MPC. It's, I'm sure I It's will. religion. It's science fiction. It's uh, it's just it's a lot of cool science stuff. Science fiction is religion. There you go. There you, you go. go. I, I'm not no, gonna... <laughs> I didn't mean that in the way that like religion is science fiction, even though I believe that. I meant like like loving science fiction is like a religion. Oh. That's what I meant. I see. Yeah. So you're a Scientologist? Scientologist. Scientologist. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, outside of that, though, I had my garage sale last week. How'd that go? Did, uh, did pretty I'm good. Also, I'm almost afraid to ask how that went. Did pretty good. How did you, how did uh, you do? Take a guess. Six, six fifty. Up. Up? Up. 720. Exactly. 720 exactly. No. I think it was like 724, but yeah. Really? Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Um, yeah, so we did pretty. Uh, we did pretty good over it, uh, you know. And you don't have to use it on the new washer. Yeah, and let's. That's. <laughs> I don't. And let's not gloss over the fact that you guessed that on your second try. Pretty impressive. Pretty good, right? Pretty impressive. Yeah, it's because um, uh, it's because you're an asshole, and I knew that you would make a ton of money. <laughs> I'm still convinced that you didn't. Uh, you did not advertise yours correctly. Yeah, because there was people coming to my garage sale looking for baby stuff. Baby stuff, yeah, oh. like clothes and toys and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's because they were creeps. That's wow. my problem. That's my problem. <laughs> is when I had a bunch of baby stuff, and like anytime anybody would approach, they'd be like, "Eh, kids, huh?" Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "No, fuck you, get off my lawn." <laughs> like I don't want people to know that I have kids in my house. Yeah, but I, no, it that's the whole point of having a garage sale, though. If you're not going to tell people, no, where to go. you are exactly right, and that's I think that's why. I, so I set up. I hated doing my garage sale. I set the whole thing up. I yeah. had everything nicely laid out. It looked good, sure, but I didn't advertise it. And I that's ever, because I have an issue with letting people know where I live I, and letting people know that I have children. <laughs> I knew that, and I advertised my little booth when I was set up at yours. Mm-hmm. I advertised for it. Why do you think I had so much business? And you, yeah. I just put your neighbor's address on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I should have done. Yeah. Damn it. That's what I did. Well, I literally put up there, I'm like selling video games and fishing and all this other stuff, and I just like looked across the street and put your neighbor's address on it. Son of a bitch. That's it. I should have done that. I just don't. I don't like people knowing where I live. That's maybe you should pull an address off your house then. I'm too. I I don't. <laughs> you know what's funny is my every time I try to get a delivery at my house. Yeah. It sends them every single time. The GPS sends them to that, uh, um, the industrial park that's down, f- uh, f- um, Kelly across oh, really? across 15 mile that's or weird. across Grossbeck. Is it like a similar address? No, <laughs> but like. Today, like today, I didn't have time to go to the store, so I got uh, an Instacart, right? And the guy, I'm like, I got to step out to get my son from school, so, uh, you know, just drop drop the stuff on the the porch, and he sends me a picture. He's like, can you confirm your address? Because this is where it sent me, and he sends me a picture of the industrial park. I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Every single time I get a delivery, it sends people to this industrial park. Instacart does not hire the smartest people. This, this weekend, this can't. 
I'm, I'm going to listen to your story, but I can't blame this on this guy. This is entirely the GPS's fault. Fair. This weekend, I had maybe the most befuddling Instacart order of my life. Okay. Okay. I'm sitting, I'm sitting in my garage sale. Kristen was at work, so I couldn't leave to get the rubber bands that I needed. Right? I was ba- I was packaging up some uh, some lots of VHS tapes to sell outside of my other sale. Yeah. And I needed rubber bands. You should have just called me, man. I'm stocked up. Well, I needed rubber bands. So I did an Instacart order for a package of rubber bands. I got some uh, some iced tea and some beef jerky as well. Okay. Right? Yeah. So the order comes. Is that all you ordered? That's just it. Just three things? That's it. Wow, really? It's a very simple order. So what's the what was the delivery fee on that? I don't know. I, I have the the month of the free trial, so oh, I'm not paying a delivery fee. Right on, fee. right on. So... So I get I get I get my bag, pull out my iced tea, I pull out my beef jerky, and then I pull out a package of allergy nasal strips. What? And so the guy's walking down the drive still, and I go, whoa, 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 I guy, guy. I'm like, this is not what I ordered. And he goes, he goes, oh, what what's what's wrong? I go, I ordered rubber bands. You gave me nasal strips. And he goes, Oh well, that was what that that was that was the uh, the replacement the because substitution because they, they didn't have rubber bands. I go, I understand that, but I can breathe just fine. And so he goes, I'm like, and I don't need these. He's like, he's like, oh, so so you don't need you don't need those. I go, no, no, I needed rubber bands. <laughs> and he goes, well, they didn't have the pack of colored rubber bands that you asked for. This is what this is what came up for a substitution. I go, okay. And then he goes, well, they had the plain ones. Do you want those? <laughs> really? I go, yes. Get the plain rubber bands. So did you actually the send co- them oh back? Yes. I you? fucking send them back to the store, and he got me the goddamn plain ones. Did you keep the Breathe Right strips? Uh, no, I was going to, because then I could have gotten them for free. Because if you just make a complaint, they'll give them to you for free. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. If you get a wrong thing on Instacart, just go in there and complain about it. And then they'll you refund you. And then you could have gotten some bomb-ass rest, dude. I know, you right? <laughs> breathing so nicely. <laughs> but, oh, my God. That, that cracked me fucking up. Dude. Though. Ridiculous. What the fuck? Yeah. I, I've never in my you life. You could have just... They are adhesive. You could have just like... <laughs> just a bunch of them back to back. Just like... Yeah, just strung a bunch of them together. And then somebody comes to get a lot of VHS tapes, and they're just bound together with a bunch of Breathe Right strips. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. <laughs> dude, what, uh, that's crazy. But, uh, anyway, though, yeah, not... Uh, I, I had to, to correct the guy, uh, you know... Speaking of corrections. Oh, nice, James. <laughs> right? Stupid! You're so stupid! All right, James. Uh, I only had one correction, I think, from last week. Did you have anything? Uh, yeah. Oh, what do you got? Um, Why don't you start today? Just a correction on the, because uh, I was I was singing the uh, Sex Pistols song. Oh yes. Uh, the the, I the first. I am an antichrist. There you go. And I am an anarchist. There you go. I actually listened to the Sex Pistols a lot the last yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> um. Here's the weird thing. I've I've listened to the Sex Pistols. Oh, sorry. And and on the on the punk train, I completely forgot and disregarded because we were talking about uh punk albums that like kind of shaped our shaped our listening uh yes. or shaped our our punk taste yes underground network and i flag like oh i completely forgot about that but i was Amazing. super into that that album got me super into anti flag when i was lit uh, i was younger. surprised that you didn't <clears throat> mention refused 
Shape of Punk to come. Were you a big fan of that? Uh, yeah, that I've record? always I've always looked at Refused as like they're not. It's not a. It's not punk though. Even though they call it Shape of Punk to come, it's I not said punk adjacent though. Like I would consider them. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And, no, I wouldn't consider Refused like Refused is something all on their own. Uh, especially that album, obviously, but it, it's it's. It's somehow at the same time punk and hardcore and post-hardcore, even though that makes no sense for it to be hardcore and post-hardcore at the same time, sure. and alternative and jazz and rock and roll, mm-hmm. everything mixed into one. Yeah, Shape of Punk to Come is one of the best albums ever written by any band sure. ever. Sure. And you if can't, you, you and can't if, refuse that. Ha! Ah. Yes. Do you have any corrections? Uh, the only thing is that I uh, I kind of uh, eluded the fact that Halle Berry was in other horror movies other than Gothica. <laughs> Turns out she's not. It's the only one. <laughs> I was going to look that up, but I was pretty sure that she wasn't. No, I, I thought she was in at least one more. In her entire career, she has not been in any other, like even like a, even a thriller that can be construed as horror, I didn't find. Um, Except for Gothica. I mean, she was in the last the X-Men movies. That's about as close as she gets to genre. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Well, she was in a... And uh, I have rewatched the X-Men movies, the original ones, relatively recently. Yeah. She looks... Rewatch those. Halle Berry looks so bored in those movies. Always Like, storm. she doesn't get it. She doesn't want to be there. She was Storm, like, right? Yeah. The first one was more so, but the second two, she doesn't look like she wants to be there at all. Just a paycheck. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. <laughs> She's... She's, you know what? Okay. Um, all right, James. Uh, let's, let's, <laughs> let's move on to this week. What are we doing? What are we drinking? So this week, we are doing Independence Day. Sort of. Welcome In to a way. Earth. <laughs> really, really, it's, uh, well, we've got one movie that takes place over the July 4th weekend, and then we've got another movie that takes place at a barbecue. A, yeah. A yearly barbecue, if you will. It's funny, because now that one of us had seen this movie. Yeah. And it kept popping up on Fourth of July lists. Yeah, makes sense to us, right? Yeah, turns out not really. But the barbecue—it's more, more of a spring break movie, but it does revolve around a yearly barbecue tradition in a Close small enough for in me. a small town. And uh, close it, enough for me in head shoes. <laughs> and it and it and it and it revolves around a group of people who probably really really like their independence. That's true. Yeah, you know. Yep. So, um, that being said, <laughs> <laughs> this week we watched The Bay. Yes. From 2012. 2012 and 2001 Maniacs. From 2015, the year of our Lord. Is that really or from... Two, tw- no, 2005, sorry. I was going to say, sorry. I was going to say the people had like strong <laughs> early 2000s vibes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then to go along with that, from... Odd side ales. We've got Beer Me, American Lager, and this one's really about the label. It's uh, it's got the screaming eagle on it, baby. It is a bald eagle whose wings are made of the American flag. I mean, is there is there anything better? Sergeant Stripes, baby. That's <laughs> that's that's the perfect Fourth of July beer, if you ask me. God bless the USA, man. God bless America. And I'm proud to be an American. Sometimes. <laughs> that's the, it's the re-recording. <laughs> that's the whole song. And I'm proud to be an American. 
sometimes. <laughs> Damn. The end. That, 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 <laughs> last, that last part of the first verse really hits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, I was going to pour this into a glass, but fuck that. Yeah, this a, oh this drink, one's you drink America out of a shitty can. This one's straight can. out of the can, baby. Hold on, um, I actually need to uh, look it's, up. Here's here's what's funny about this beer. It's just a straight up American lager, but it's by Oddside, and Oddside is known for doing their crazy flavor combinations. Right, and this is just a straight up lager. She's a straight up American lager. So boys. I'm very curious to see how Oddside handles this. This you know? is uh, there's really nothing on the can about about what we're yeah like Oddside is is well known for doing their kind of their mashups of yeah. of like different different strange flavor profiles is, mashed together. This is like a mathematician being able to do like crazy trigonometry, but then not simple addition. If this sucks, if the, yeah. If this sucks. if this is good. Yeah. Oh, it's then, like that guy, that same guy going, well, yeah, fucking, grade. of course, two plus two <laughs> equals four, man. Yeah. Although some people would argue that. Mm, don't you drink that without cheers and me. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Hey, cheers, team, man. Cheers. Screaming eagle. Screaming eagle. Fucking. <laughs> We're talking about that fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You peaked and I don't even care. Mm. Oh, that's beer flavored beer. <laughs> there's there is nothing special about this other than it just tastes like a backyard nothing special about it except for fucking tastes like freedom bud it it's, it, it leaves a little bit of a sourness on the back of your tongue like all good shit lagers like do. like all good freedom it leaves a little bit of a sour do you taste think they, do you think they brewed a first batch of this and it tasted too good so then they changed it to taste a little bit shitty <laughs> Because it does taste a little bit shitty, I'm not going to lie. But I feel like it's on purpose. <laughs> they, they taste it and they're like, no, shittier. <laughs> this is America's beer. You make that shittier. There's a weird... There's some kind of flavor that I can't like put my... put my. It's honey. It's honey. Do you taste yeah, that? Yeah, there's honey in there. There's a fu- There's an yeah. aftertaste of honey. I get it. I get it full on. It's not even an aftertaste. No, it, it's yeah. It's take it, take a big swig and then hold it in your mouth with you know, with your tongue pushing to the roof of your mouth or whatever. Hold it there though; you'll taste it though. There's like there's like a velvety honey kind of uh, uh, thing going on. Yep, that's definitely the taste. That's good though. Yeah, like I said, the aftertaste I actually think leaves a, is a little bit tart on the tongue. Not tart in the traditional sense. Sharp. Sharp. Yeah. It's fucking sharp, dude. They're right in the back of the tongue, you know. Yeah. Want to want to do one of these? <laughs> A little bit after you drink it. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's not bad. Like you said, it's beer flavored beer. It's beer. But that honey really throw like throws a curveball at you. It's yeah, it's it's um It's yeah. not bad. I like it. I like it. All right. I'm actually uh there's no write up about it or anything like that, but I'm I wanna I kinda wanna go to on, on beer advocate and see if anybody else picks up on that honey. Mm, okay. It's a four point five percenter. Oh, it's a four point five percenter. Yeah. All right, James. Well, uh, you know where we go from here. Uh, right? I almost have it. You almost have it. I'm guessing a trailer. Damn, James. Did I get it? You got it. Fucking hey, dude. I'm I'm starting to nail this. You know, I kept saying I was gonna maybe work on this uh theme for this you know yeah i kind of like it though i'm kind of growing a little attached to it i've always been fond of it because we use it for the uh um, it's nice and quick though yeah you know yeah 
I mean, the one that we use for for uh, shape of drunk that comes a lot faster or, or a lot longer, rather. Yeah. So yeah, that, that works. It's a right. cool thing. I kind of like this. Well, one. and this is this is if you think about this, this is sort of an extension of the shape of drunk to it come really is. because the shape really of drunk is. to come is all about upcoming horror and trailers are God, you're upcoming such, horror. You're such a hooker. Cheers to you, bud. Cheers. Cheers. Why no, is why am I a hooker? Nothing more American than a hooker. <laughs> Nothing more American. Amen, brother. <laughs> America, home of the five dollar blowy. Oh damn! That's it. That's it. All Love right, James. a good five dollar blow. All right, James. Uh, this week uh, we're going back in time to visit an old friend from uh, the eighties, and he's in a new movie. Bill Heffelfinger. You'll, you'll know who he is. Oh. Uh, this movie is called Toe. Toe. T o w, not T o e. Oh, right on. Yeah, it's called Toe. Uh, I don't actually know anything about it because I haven't seen this either. I thought it was so a foot fetish horror movie for a second, but <laughs> <laughs> no such luck. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Pump the brakes. All right. Uh, this is Toe. Uh, here we go. Oh, pump the brakes. It's Toe. Uh, get, get, get it? Get it? <laughs> nice. All right. Here we go. One, two, three, four. I declare it done. How much longer do you think we have to wait for this tow truck? Hang tight. In your dreams, that's where you can't escape him. You know oh, what? You know oh, what? Yeah, you baby. know? You know what? Toe is backwards. Kane, Kane Hodder, the tow truck driver. You know what? Toe is backwards. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that surprised the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, I mean. I mean, it's it's kind of it, it's it, it's kind of the role that he was born for because he sure. looks like a tow truck driver. He kind of does. You're right. <laughs> he he also looks like a potato, and I, I, don't, I don't think that he uh, I don't think he's going to be in the uh, Spuds too. Um, I don't know if there's a Spuds one, but um, <laughs> no. This um, I listen. This looks like a stupid slasher. Why not? You know what I really like? It's liked? gonna be fun. I I really like. Uh, yeah, it looks it looks it looks fun. Uh, if you haven't watched the trailer, it looks like it's about a a tow truck driver who's a a murderous psychopath, yeah. and two two young twins survive his wrath, and mm-hmm. then they go on to you know be traumatized for the rest of their lives, and then they end up going toe to toe with him. I've toe, seen it toe to toe. Oh, oh my god, I'm awesome. I was gonna say I've seen a documentary where two twins got served the wrath before. <laughs> I don't know if that has anything to do with this movie. But I but I've seen that. Those different toes. <laughs> there was a fetish. <laughs> um, um, you know what I did like though was all of the like the blue and red lighting. Yeah. In the movie, mm-hmm. very like, like, like very kind of lights kind of thing. Well, there was like a lot. There was a lot of shots where like it was very. Uh, everything was very saturated in like blue light, sure. and then every once in a while, there was one shot of him. It looked like he was raising a like a wrench up over his head or something. It was all the whole shot was blue except for one like pinkish red light kind of coming mm-hmm. and, and lighting up the front half of him. It was very like stylistic. It looked cool. Just the the aesthetic I thought was really cool. Yeah, this is a a Tubi original, so it's gonna be on Tubi for free. Or is it a Toby d- 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 original? To McGuire? Yeah, fuck me. I don't yeah, know. That's a, that's a bad joke. Uh, yeah, to, uh, Tubi, <laughs> by the way, if you don't have it, it's free. Yeah. Fucking get it. Uh, we actually watched one of our... Did you watch one of the movies for I this did. week? Yeah, <laughs> we, we watched one... 
<laughs> we watched one of the movies for this week on Tubi. There are ad breaks, but you know what ah, those okay. are? Those are built-in built in beer breaks. Built-in beer it's and like bathroom laser breaks. Disc. It's like laser disc. It's a built-in beer break in the middle of the movie. Exactly. Got to get up and flip that disc. Mm. Flip Nothing that better. disc, baby. I recently watched uh, Lawnmower Man on Laserdisc. Did you know? Yeah. That movie sucks. <laughs> Was that your first time ever watching that movie? Yeah. Pierce Brosnan seriously overacts in that movie. Like, he's really trying. That's a... Uh, just doesn't... Um, that's a... We'll have to do that in the sequel one day for the show. I don't know. It's, <laughs> like, it's a thing. We should do... Uh... Uh, Stephen Stephen King Stephen King reject movies. <laughs> oh God! Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a it, was that Stephen King or was that yeah no Stephen King we could also I know but was it him or was it uh, his his what, what was the pseudonym? Why can't I think of the oh, pseudonym Bachman? right now? Bachman. Bachman. No, it wasn't Bachman. Was it actually Stephen King? Yeah, it was okay. actually King. Yeah, we should do Stephen King <laughs> Stephen King reject movies one uh, time and do just do Mang- Lawnmower Man. We could do the Mangler because that movie sucks. The Mangler. Yeah, it's about the killer laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> also starring Robert England. Oh, Robert England's <laughs> in that one. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. Oh, it's, totally. It's awful. Uh, anyway, though, that was uh, that was Toe. Um, yeah, looks it looks good. It looks fun. Yeah, it does. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. So, uh, yeah, if you didn't already, uh, go check that trailer out, and then you'll know what we're talking about. Absolutely. Our Where'd James. you find that one? On, on the yeah, YouTubes? Yeah, on the YouTubes. The YouTubes. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Uh, all right, so that's what we're drinking, that's what we're talking about, and that was Trailer Trashed. Let's get into the Bleed Feed. The Bleed Feed. <laughs> all right, James. Yeah? Nobody died this week. Oh, good. That's pretty cool. Good, good, good. Except for my Uncle Sam. He died. Oh, no. Nah. Is he okay? <laughs> I don't know. He was only three months old. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, earlier this month, there was a movie called uh, Apartment 7A that wrapped filming. Uh, this movie was produced by Platinum Dunes, which is a big, you know, big production company, mm-hmm. and also produced by John Krasinski. Oh. Yeah, Johnny Boy. Um, so it yeah. turns out that Apartment 7A is actually a low-key Rosemary's Baby prequel. Really? Yeah, which is super interesting. Prequel? Uh, I had no idea that this was a thing that was coming, but huh. apparently uh, it is. Uh, and that's that's exciting. If you're into Rosemary's Baby, there is a the low-key sequel, or prequel rather, coming. Interesting. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, there's um, one of the, the main... Amy Leeson, who plays the title character, uh, she's credited as Rosemary Woodhouse. So that kind of gives it away right there. It but seems, um, it seems like confirmation to it, me. It does a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> uh, obviously, Rosemary Woodhouse pl- was played uh, earlier by Mia Farrow. Um, yeah, I have no idea what this could possibly be about, but I'm here for it because uh, Rosemary's Baby is one of the greatest movies uh, ever made. In my I opinion. mean, I mean, I guess like exploring the. You know, the origins of the cult and stuff like that. But why would she be a part of it? Yeah. She didn't really come into the to the limelight until that movie. But unless unless she was specifically 
like chosen chosen like the people were following her even and before yeah she and like in. and like uh, her actually moving into that particular maybe, building maybe they was no coincidence yes yeah, maybe they orchestrated her moving into that apartment complex right, right. Mm. yeah yeah yep or that brownstone it wasn't brownstone it was an apartment complex it was right? a giant yeah i mean it was yeah, a yeah. huge i mean it was a brick building but like yeah it was a huge building yeah yeah. Pretty um, cool, though. Yeah, interesting. Speaking of uh, new sequels, <clears throat> uh, The Mutilator 2, oh. sequel to the 1984 slasher movie, uh, apparently is wrapped filming. I didn't even know this was coming, but uh, that's super fun. Uh, Buddy Cooper returned to write and direct it. He did the original. Uh, and it's going to be coming out um, in September, apparently. That's pretty awesome. The, have you ever seen The Mutilator? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. Is it? I Love remember. It. I remember the cover art with the, uh, the uh, with the girls and the hook. The girls and the yeah, the giant. What the hell do you call that? The meat hook. Is it a meat hook? It's a meat hook, like a, but like it has a, a fishing like a hook. Fishing hook. It's almost. a meat hook that has like the, the the end of a fishing hook. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I think someone just put two things that look like a hook together. <laughs> they could have used my dick. It kind of well, kind of a hook. Yeah. It's got, well, I'd say I'd say it's more of a lilt, but <laughs> a lilt, a lilt, a lilt, a slight lilt. Um. <laughs> Like a little tilt. <laughs> um, it's not little. <laughs> fucking asshole. I didn't say little. It's not lilt either. Um, anyway, though, uh, it's really exciting. Um, if you can't tell, I'm doing news on the fly here tonight, so that's fun. Um, uh, James, what's new on Blue? Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, well, last year, the Adams Family from 1991 made its debut on 4K Ultra HD... And if you slept on that creepy and kooky release, and you now have a chance to pick up a brand new Mysterious and Spooky release on September 13th, which will feature both the original theatrical version of the film as well as the never-before-seen Mormamushka version, which expands the memorable dance number. And if this, if it sounds exactly like the Mormamushka release from last November, you'd be right. But the only thing is that you'll be dancing the mamushka this year in stunning steelbook packaging. Oh, my God. Ugh. You can pre-order this incredible piece of scrap metal right now for only $27.99 on Amazon, baby. Gross. And that's it. Gross. That's all. That's it? Yeah, that's all. I, I could have... The, the only other thing that I could have really detailed was... Uh, the the like the full lineup of the features on the new child's play there's release. A lot of, there's a lot of new features on that. Do you want me to do it? No, you know, you're fine. Just know that if you're interested in child's play, yeah. If you're Scream. interested in the new Scream Factory child's play uh, 4K well, release, it's, it's there's a there's a lot of new stuff. It's weird because usually when Scream will just re-release stuff on 4K because they've already put out the first child's play. Yeah. Usually when they re-release it on 4K, it's basically the same thing, just with the addition of a 4K feature on it, right? Right. They actually put a lot of new features on that original Child's Play disc. Yep. Which is unlike them. Like I said, usually they just double dip and whatever. They uh, they've put a lot more into it though, so it's a, it's a really awesome set. Yeah, I'm, it looks like a good. Plot. I'm actually considering picking it up, but it's a lot of money that I don't have, and I have other things to spend <clears> money on. Well, just for the hell of it, I pulled it back up just so you can. Uh... I mean, aside from the new 4K scans and stuff like that, it's uh, there's brand new interviews with Don Mancini, uh-huh. Alex Vincent, who plays uh, Andy, yep, uh, Chris Sarandon, um, Chucky and the Great, the Great and Terrible interview with producer David Kirchner, and interviews with uh, production managers Robert Latham Brown, and that's just for the first movie. 
And then you've got a whole slew of new interviews for Child's Play 2 as well. And a bunch of interviews. It doesn't look... It's mostly interviews. All the new stuff looks like mostly interviews. It's not a lot of like featurettes or anything like that. But that, I mean... It's still cool though. Yeah, absolutely. I did um, did see that... uh, Speaking of Chucky, I did see that... um, What's her name? Did you ever you ever watched that Sabrina show? Did you? No, with uh, Kieran and Chip. With yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. My the sixteen year old girl in me fucking came out. <laughs> I love that show. I've, so much. Yeah, I've always meant to check it out. I just there, never have. There's a character from that show. I forget her name on the show, but um, she came out on, on the show. She was like a trans character. Mm-hmm. She went from being um, it's a female to male kind of thing on right. the show. And uh, that that actress now, and I'm pretty sure that reflects her in real life too. This could be a correction for next so week. So him in real life? Then yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. I'm I'm fairly certain though that that was a thing that mirrored real life. Okay. And um, he has been cast as Glenn and Glenda in season two of Chucky. So that's pretty. Oh, cool. okay. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see what they're going to do with that. Um. I guess that could have been some more news for me, but yeah, there you go. That's a thing. Way to go, fucker. I'm not, I'm, I'm terrible at my job. Okay, um, is that that's all you got for for blues? Uh, yes, that is all I have. All right, my last bit of news for the week here is that the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs has been picked up for a season five. So if you're into Joe Bob on Friday night the way that uh, I am, then uh, you'll be excited to hear that. Uh, everybody's favorite uh, Uncle Joe Bob's coming back to the screen with everybody's two favorite twins. That is Darcy the male girl. Uh, back on your screens for uh, a fifth season coming up this year. There you go. Very nice. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty amazing that after so many years away from it. Oh, his resurgence is huge. <laughs> it's incredible. It's amazing. I don't I don't watch them live because obviously we record the show on sure, Fridays. Yeah. Um, but I go back and I, I watch a lot of them. I'm behind on a lot of them, but I'll go back and watch them when I can. And I, I don't, it's a, it's just such a fun way to watch movies. Mm-hmm. Having it's like you're watching it with friends. Yeah. Kind of in a yeah. weird way. I don't know. It's awesome. And I like that he's <laughs> he's he's retained all of his his uh, just flagship inappropriate behavior like he's he's very in in an age where i've got no i've got no issue with political correctness sure like if people are i myself am not typically very politically correct obviously or correct if you, for that matter or correct at all like if you listen <laughs> to our show we probably say a lot of shit that would probably make a lot of people mad and uh i I uh, I like that he's kind of held on to that that side of sure. of of his show. You know what I mean? Well, it's just all part because of the character, it's, though. it's all part of the character. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. It's like it's it's not it's not it's not meant to it's not meant to really push any buttons or anything like that. It's just it's just the character. It is what it is, and I like that. No, I agree. Um, it's fun to watch. So I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, um, that's all I have for news. I wish I had more news because that would stop us from having to talk about the movies tonight. <laughs> um, but I don't. Therefore, um, I guess we got to get into it. Yeah, we're gonna take a little bit of a break, grab another beer, and when we get back, we're gonna celebrate independence with uh, I pretty much the way most of you guys are going to. Uh, uh, a bunch of racist southern ghouls and uh, tongue-eating parasites. Here's that politically correctness coming in again. Yep, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back. 
Throughout this film, see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. I don't I don't wanna Yeah I know I know that you always you always come at me and you're just like don't let everybody know how you feel about a movie before you go into it. But <laughs> it's gonna be hard to do that this time. <laughs> you love it. We've been doing this show for nearly six years at this point. Yeah. Nearly six years, nearly three hundred episodes. Yeah. I can honestly say this is the worst movie that we have ever watched in the history of this show. Mm. In my opinion, this is the worst. You mm. might have a different one. Maybe it's Crawl. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be your second worst. <laughs> um, uh, 2001 Maniacs from 2005 is the fucking pits, man. <laughs> It, it I don't even have I don't even have like a like a like a quirky intro to this. Like it is it is not it is, <laughs> it is not the worst movie we've ever watched. What would you say is worse? It's not a good movie, but we've it, watched worse movies on this show. I'm I'm open. What what movies have been worse? Give me until next week. <laughs> I will find the worst movies. I will say this right now. In my opinion, because I have thought about this, yeah. this is my least favorite movie. That we have ever watched in the nearly six years of this show. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, let me clarify. I didn't enjoy watching this movie. <laughs> it was it wasn't fun. Can I can I read to you every other note in my notes that I took? Um sure. Okay. Okay. Travis Tritt? Question mark. This movie is fucking awful. Hold on, wait, hold on. <laughs> You saw Travis Tritt as being a low point in the movie? <laughs> no, that's just how I started that's it. That's hilarious. That's just how I started it. Okay, it, it goes, Travis Tritt? Question mark. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to read all my notes, because why not? Here we go. All There's right. not a lot of them. Okay. Any movie that starts with Peter Stormare is fine by me. Mm-hmm. Started off strong. I like how your notes are like dorky as fuck. Oh, yeah. I, I basically write out <laughs> thoughts. You even, not, you even uh... made the little hand gesture to, to, to show <laughs> that you're a dork. Any, any movie that starts with Peter Stormare is fine by me. This is like the racist teenage sex comedy of horror movies. Yeah. It feels like the American Pie of horror. Yeah. Yep. Okay. But, Next note. But you think American Pie is a bad movie? No. Uh. I don't think that any sex romps are good movies, though. That's the thing. Hmm. Next note. This movie is fucking awful. Next note. I'm cat, as in pussy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking kill me. The next note. I wish I could turn this off. I literally thought this could be the first movie that I just turn off and not finish. Because there's no need. <clears throat> I agree that like, there's... I was there for this. Like I agree that there's no need to watch this movie. Another note. I actually feel bad for Lin Shay. <laughs> you know, that's what's weird about this movie is there's... it's You've got Robert England... Uh, yeah. L- Lynn Shea, Giuseppe Andrews, 
Eli Roth makes an appearance. Yep. Travis, Travis Tritt. Tritt. Peter Stormare. Like, there's there's some pretty big uh, names in this a movie. A random Kane Hodder at the end? Yeah, Kane Hodder. For one sh- for one quick cutscene. Yeah. He must have done stunts on the movie or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is my guess. Yeah. I didn't look it up. That's my guess. Um, um, this movie, yeah, it's, uh, it, f- first of all, it's not for, uh, <laughs> if you're anyone, <laughs> if you're, if you're, uh, if, if you're a decent person, if you're a decent human being, you, you will most likely be offended by this movie. Uh, well, which was the intent. We're typically not decent people, so I wasn't offended by the oh, movie. Well, no, but, uh, I'm not offended by any movie, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's not a good movie. Um, it's, it's more just like, it's hard to, it's hard to describe really. It's, um, it's bad. It's straight up. It's written poorly. I I feel like it was, I feel like even worse than it was written. I feel like all of that was intentional. No, I don't, I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. I think it was just a low budget horror movie that got away from everyone and no one gave a shit. But it, I I I feel like I feel like because it was a remake of uh 2000 Maniacs. That's I, I think that's, I feel like it was I feel like it was I feel like it was supposed to be lovingly remade as a schlocky shit B horror movie. Okay, so let me now that you say that, let me rephrase what I said. Yes, it was remade as lovingly as a schlocky movie. I think that people, though, had schlock in their head and then stopped caring. Because most most good schlock is made by people who thought they were making a good movie. You know what I'm saying? When you try to like, make Do you it, think when Herschel Gordon-Lewis made the original 2000 Maniacs, he thought he was making a good movie? I think he was making a Herschel Gordon Lewis movie. <laughs> I yeah, he was uh, making he, schlock, right? He was able he was making what he was able to make. But it, I think it, he took it seriously. Which though. was schlock. But he took it seriously. That's the difference. I don't know. So this... so so but that you could say that about many schlock horror directors. They they don't... they take it seriously, but they know what they're making. I don't understand how Tim Sullivan, the director of this movie, could possibly look at any of the performances outside of like Robert I will say this. Robert Englund actually looked like he was having fun. Well Robert Englund always delivers. He always does. Giuseppe Andrews, I like him and everything. <laughs> like I always know him from Independence Day yeah. as the brighty little brother. Um I'm not going to sit here and say that he was good in this movie, but he was entertaining. Uh, Lynn Shea just looked confused the entire movie. <laughs> Listen, no, I so okay, no, uh, for me, for me, and I, I know that I know that when Greg listens to this, he'll be able to identify with this too. <clears throat> Lynn Shea, I love Lynn Shea. Sure, she's uh, she you she pops up in in she's a national treasure. She's a national treasure. Uh, when you see her in Kingpin doing the the fucking <laughs> in the back seat, like she, that character is so disgusting. She's like to me. I think she knows. I think she knows that when she get, gets into a role, no matter how lowly the role is. Oh sure, she goes for it, and she fucking. She looked confused in this movie, though. I think that like, was she in, really did. I think it was in, it was most likely intentional, but it was also I don't I, like I listen. This is not a good movie. No, 
terrible not a good movie. movie, but I do think that this was made as a loving tribute to a schlock movie by Herschel Gordon Lewis. I think and, that it was made that way, but I think ultimately the end product ends up being a bit blasphemous to the original movie. Well, and also, I mean, yeah, like, the original movie is a classic. Schlocky or not, it's a classic. It it's it's weird because I wish I could go back to the '60s and and be a person my age or younger, preferably in the '60s, watching the original 2000 Maniacs. Well, here's and it the would thing. probably I I actually I Herschel you know, Gordon Lewis though back then though was breaking new ground. Movies like like Blood Feast, those movies that nothing exit Blood Feast is the first movie to ever put that on the screen. Right, right. Like that kicked off everything that we love. So do you right? think So like I as schlocky as maybe it was, I don't they weren't making it to be made fun of you know what i'm saying like so do you think it's do you think it's not possible to like really capture that lightning in a bottle again like the like the schlock of the 60s and 70s no because good schlock's unintentional okay that's, all right that's yeah the that's thing. Good yeah schlock is unintentional sure when you try to do that if that's what they're trying to do here if, when you try to do it you just you just miss the mark you're, okay. you're you're missing the whole point it's forced yeah yeah exactly right can you think of a good example of something from like the from like the late nineties to the two thousands that is genuine schlock, like good good schlock? Deep blue sea. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Because that's just a um, masterpiece. <laughs> good 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 schlock. Yeah. Like, Can you think of anything? What's your definition of schlock? Well, what like, we were just I, talking about, I... like the like the sh- like the schlocky movies of the sixties and seventies. Uh, see, see Hatchet to that's me that's good just schlock like... from the eighties, though. That's like an eighties schlock. Um, see, to me, I, I mean, and that's that's not even word. Sorry for the for anybody listening to this and the fact that we're using the word schlock like a hundred and fifty times, but like that to me is just it's a it's a good it's a good like. 80s or, or tribute to 80s slasher movies sure it's not really schlocky. there's a difference right, between right. schlocky and slasher you you're know right you're mean? right um it's really kind of hard to pinpoint what makes i would say i would say almost like uh cabin fever would almost sort of fall under but the was that sh- the but again umbrella but again yeah yeah you yeah. know what I mean? Speaking of Cabin Fever, apparently Eli Roth, who shows up at the beginning of this movie, plays the same character in this movie that he played oh, in the, Cabin the, Fever. The hitchhiker guy? Yeah. Like yeah. the hippie dude? Oh, yeah, because he... The same guy. Because <laughs> in Cabin Fever, he, show, is, he shows up at the campfire, right? Yep. <laughs> and he's just like the like the stupid stoner dude? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. the same character? Apparently he plays the same character. That, that's, that's the funny. idea, at least, yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, this movie, it's it's... It's a it's a, it's a bun- it's a group of fucking stupid annoying kids that get detoured into Pleasant Ridge, which is run by uh, Robert Englund, who is the mayor, and all this cast of characters uh, who are all these crazy racist Confederate loving backwoods people, yeah. whatever. <laughs> and it's just them being tormented by by the locals, basically. Well, they show up, and it's originally like it's oh, this is the weekend of our jubilee. Like, welcome to our jubilee of Pleasant Valley. You know, like sure, uh, everybody's welcome. And then, of course, a, a black guy rolls in on a, a motorcycle and 
Malcolm he's, and is, he's got and he's got a and he's got a uh, Chinese girlfriend. <laughs> was she Chinese? Well, I mean, they call her. They, she didn't look Chinese to me. They kept calling her Chinese. She did not look Chinese to me. He, she even referred to herself as Chinese at well, one yeah, point. Yeah, because that's what was written on the page. <laughs> did they? My question is: Do they actually hire a Chinese actress? Oh, um, because she know. doesn't look it. Let's find out. Continue. I mean, if anything, her percentage is real low. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Um, but uh, yeah, so they get in there. I swear to God, Malcolm, though, the uh, the guy riding the motorcycle, the black guy that's riding the motorcycle coming in, reminds me so much of my neighbor. All I was seeing was Eddie. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is Eddie, 20 years younger. <laughs> it's like his attitude, everything is perfect. Um well, this shout was, out, shout out, Eddie. Well, this way. was made almost twenty years ago. You should ask him if he was him. in this movie. <laughs> He's just as badass though. Rides a motorcycle. Hell yeah. Um, his wife though, decidedly not Chinese. Oh, I will say that. Well, there you go. What was, um, what was her name? I can't in the movie. I can't I remember. I don't know, James. This movie wasn't good enough for me to remember anybody's name except for Malcolm because I wrote his name down. <laughs> um, even so, some of the kills were, I guess, fun in the movie. There was there were some things where I was like, ah, okay, that was that was cool. You know, like there's there's uh, a guy gets force fed acid in the beginning of the movie, which I thought was actually pretty awesome. That was kind of fun. Except for when you realize that they fed acid through a rubber tube, which doesn't make any sense. It eats through her body, but not the rubber tube. Eats through the body, but not the rubber tube. There's got to be some sort of acid. There's got to be some sort of acid that won't eat through a tube that would eat through organic material. I I guess. There's got to be. Ah, sure. You know what? Fine. I might even look it up. I don't even care. I win this one. I also thought um, the ramming speed was pretty funny, where they skewer the guy through the <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Except for, except for it was, of course, it was the, the gay guy. So oh, it was like, sure. it was like a total. Sure. Well, hom- was the point? Ho- homophobic moment. Oh, yeah. Like, All the good parts of this movie happened in homophobic and racist moments. Oh, well. That's, that... that's the point of the movie. That's just and, why this movie and to, sucks. And to be clear, like we said. And it's all it's all horribly offensive, but it's like you kind of you kind of have to you kind of have to just sort of shuffle away from that there for a was, little while. It's not uh, it's by today's standards. Like, would would this type of movie be made? Most likely not. The main would like the jokes in this movie land with a lot of people these days. No, most likely no. not. The main guy that like like. like quote unquote survives at the end with the uh, girl discount Val Kilmer as I was calling him <laughs> because he looks exactly like fucking young Val Kilmer he actually plays young Val in a mo- in uh, oh does he really in like a let me see what the hell it is uh, Jay Gillespie he plays in near myth the Oscar night story what he plays young Val oh and I'm assuming that means young Val Kilmer he looks like Val Kilmer, though. It ha- like I, it, it has to be. The, he's credited as Young Val. It has to be Val Kilmer because he looks just like him. He does. It's 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 almost distracting every time he's on screen. <laughs> yeah, it's almost distracting yeah. how much he looks like Val Kilmer. Um, I wish that he would have died way earlier in the movie because he was annoying as shit. Oh, he was the worst. Oh God, they're all terrible. Well, he, he was, was the fuck. Annoying. He was the one who was alive for the longest, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying everybody in this movie was a piece of shit. Uh. It was funny though. Like my first thought was, my first thought was these 
dudes in this movie are the exact they're they're a they're a slightly they're a slightly ramped up version of the pieces of shit that we used to be. Mm, I well maybe. no, you can't deny that, and they're also and the reason I say that you can't deny that is because these guys are a slightly ramped up version of the pieces of shit that every young man is in this entire country. If I'd you, like to if say you, that it, if you watch this movie and you deny the fact that you ever liked these assholes just slightly. You're lying. I'd like to say, though, that given a script of my own life, I could act it better. <laughs> oh, I would hope so. <laughs> the, the, I, I don't mean to point them out, but the, the main girl, main uh, survival girl, if you will, at the yep. end with young Val Kilmer, maybe the worst actress I've ever seen on, uh, on film. Just atrocious. Like, the worst. I don't have any arguments with yeah. that. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> um, there's this one actress uh, that was playing, I, I don't even know her name. She was, like, basically the town's, like, hooker. Oh, Peaches. Peaches, yeah. Oh, they put black makeup on her teeth. Yeah. To make it look like she had a gap in her teeth. But it was just very clearly, like, black gel makeup. Yeah. It was so bad. She was, uh, my thought was she was, like, Dime store, uh, dime store, uh, furuza bulk. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> like her, like her. I don't know why, but her teeth just stood out to me. Her teeth was as bad as the werewolf costume from last week's movie in the Ranger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> that was the level that it was on. Well, and then they and then they played into it at the end by having like by having her suddenly have these giant, massive, uh steel jaws yeah the the whole we're gonna be edgy we're gonna kill you by sucking your dick with metal teeth gag <laughs> i love how i love how you with the hand motions and stuff you play that off as if like like that was something recognizable like Duh. oh hey we're gonna play into the old <laughs> sucking you off with metal teeth Bit. It's just so dumb. It's, it was fun. It was. It's terrible. the kind of. It's the kind of thing that like an aging balding dude writing a script thinks is funny, and it's just not. Like, um, it's so dumb. Like she just looks like Jaws from the 007 movies, sucking dick. Yeah, which I always pictured him doing anyway. So I guess this gives me a visual. Yeah, he could bite through a cable. <laughs> Imagine what he could do to your penis. <laughs> God. Yeah, it's just oh, not I good. Have. I have. Turns by out, the way. guess what? We're gonna give you spoilers because I don't want anyone to watch this movie to try to figure out what's going on. No, this movie sucks. You shouldn't watch it. No, There's turns no... out they're all dead, oh. and they're all ancestors what? of the original uh, Confederate people from like 150 years ago. Not ancestors. They literally oh, well, they are. are them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the they're the people who were slaughtered. So this is so it was a it was it was. Uh, a civil war story setting up the North as these ruthless murdering uh, marauders who came through and killed all 2001 of these innocent people living in, in Pleasant town, Valley. Yeah. And the people of Pleasant Valley lived on as these ghosts once who, a year. who said uh, an eye for an eye. So and once, once a year they come back and... Until they kill 2001 Northerners... They oh, will, is that what it is? They will continue to kill. That explains how this movie got a sequel. Yeah. Yes. Oh, which I'm never going to watch. No, I will I, never watch this movie. No, I won't either. <laughs> God, it's no. uh, it, it, Yeah, it's 
once because he even says something like when well, i like we'll finally find peace we'll finally find rest or something like so, that yeah so yeah it's uh it's an awful terrible piece of shit movie so and uh oh and there's a kid where they they up pitch oh shifted gosh. his voice and he and he's like the you end the movie on him talking huckabilly it's so bad huckabilly. you can literally hear the mechanicalness in his voice and then pitch shifting it up it's it's like they didn't want to find it, it's like they knew that the movie that they were making was super inappropriate to have a young kid play this part so instead they had a 32 year old guy play this part and then they just like pitch shifted his voice <laughs> so that so it sounded two octaves higher there's there's it was nothing. really really and then the blonde girl the one who you said was a really terrible actress yeah her whole part was dubbed oh yeah oh it was terrible did you realize that yeah. oh yeah why though like what was she dubbed with a different actress or I do wanna, you think they dubbed her i want to know how bad the original performance was to where they thought that was better that's yeah. what i want to know yeah um, yeah, there's absolutely nothing that could save this movie. Even like there's a, por- a portion of the movie that's just an excuse to show off as many titties as possible in like a two and a half minute long segment. Doesn't save the movie. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> Doesn't save the movie though. <laughs> and, and typically that would be a saving grace. It would be. Um, I will say, uh, Peter Stormare. I liked his, I liked his character in the beginning of the movie and I thought that he uh he did a good job i agree and i that's about where my my positive notes on this movie start and end is with yeah. peter stormare in the beginning of the movie yep. that's it nope, i can agree with that yeah it was, a, it was a shit movie really really terrible on the flip side of that though the next movie uh not shit in fact i would say probably one of the best in its genre one in, of the best in um, my opinion you think so? I do. I love this movie. I fucking love it. Uh, we're talking about The Bay from 2015, if my notes are correct. Nope. 2012. 2012. Your notes are not correct. My, they are not correct. <laughs> uh, directed by Barry Levinston, who did uh, you know little movies like Rain Man, Sphere, Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, this guy's is kind of all over the map, actually. <laughs> well, he really is an eclectic <laughs> director. Like, there's uh, uh, like. Toys, toys is almost toys. I watched oh, a lot. Toys? When I, yeah, okay. I watched that a lot I've when I was seen, younger. I've never seen toys. Rain Man is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, Sphere was an amazing uh, um, science fiction movie. Like oh, yeah. he's all over the place as far as his uh, directorial stuff. Um, and this <laughs> this movie feels like I I think it's cool that he moved into found footage well did you did you read about how this movie began no i didn't so he was originally uh approached to do a documentary about the chesapeake bay Mm. and realized that it's interesting but no one's going to give a shit about this movie Mm. so then he took that idea and then made this movie out of that really yeah that's cool that's the that's the the story at least um so chaos breaks out in a small maryland town after an ecological disaster occurs so this is this is this is literally the epitome of found footage in, in in a sense, but it's different than most other found footage movies in that it doesn't just follow a couple of people with a camcorder around. I, f- I know, feel like, like it's. I feel like this is. Uh, I feel like this is more of like documentary yes, style, mo- mockumentary, documentary, sure, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yeah, and it's but but even still, even in that vein, I feel like it stands on its own. 
Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen another movie that does it quite like this. You have an entire narrative that is progressed by occasionally a narrator to piece a couple of things together. Mm-hmm. But by and large, you're just looking at snippets from all different places around this this town to tell a story. Right. And I've never seen another movie do it quite like this. Which is which again makes it pushes it to the top of my list just because of how well, well, different the, it is. The way they did it between it was uh so it was between a news camera, mm-hmm. dash cams on police on, on police cars, um there's one sec- cam security one security footage from around the town, camcorders, like the way they kind of blended all of those different sources because the problem with and we've talked about this before we love found footage movies but one of the problems with found footage is sometimes you get taken out of the narrative because you're like there's no way that this person would still film right now yeah you'd be so freaked out that there's just no way you would continue filming and this never really uh suffers from that because not really no because when you get to a point where you're like where you would normally think, well, nobody would film this, it actually switches to a different camera source where you're like, oh, well, that makes sense. Sure. It's, the, because it's footage from a, from a security camera or The only like time that. that I sort of felt like that was when the people on the boat were still filming after they got back to shore and stuff. But then, as I'm thinking it, they literally say, turn the camera off. And the guy's like, no, I got to document this because this is so weird. This well, yeah. Guy, like You show up on shore and there's like dead people laying sure. around. So you kind of feel the like, need why to would continue. You just be, why would you just be recording, though, the, 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 your boat coming into, sh- you know, coming into shore? It, 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 there's a part of it that's kind of like that, but they do their best to kind of explain sure. that away. Yeah. And I can respect that. That's fine. I mean, found footage is always going to have a little bit of that, I think. Right. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, by and large, though, this movie makes sense. Yeah. The way that it's pieced together is basically a WikiLeaks. It, it feels like you're actually watching a real, like, pieced together documentary where you're viewing, uh, like, controversial. Yeah. Controversial so, footage. So the way that the, the movie is, um, is put out there is that you have this woman who was the news reporter. She's mm-hmm. like the only surviving person that escaped this ecological disaster that was contained to this, this small town. And, um, she's like her first time on camera, she's talking about it. And all this footage that was gathered from the area that was confiscated by the government was basically leaked by something like WikiLeaks. Right, it was right. like someone that hacked it, leaked it, whatever. So now she is going forward and yeah, wasn't it literally some like something something GovLeaks? GovLeaks. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. So she's now narrating a lot of this cuz she was there mm-hmm. and narrating this footage together to to just put it out there so that people know what happened basically. She's doing an interview with somebody who who's taking that footage and right. and putting it together and and that what you're seeing is that person's cut together version of of the events. Right. Um and yet it's it's um I don't know. I I I just want to sit here and say this movie's genius cuz I love it so much and <laughs> and it is. I love how the whole thing starts though with like fake news. <laughs> like it's like it's like what you saw was not the truth. I don't know why that was surfer but <laughs> It's not, it's not the truth, dude. Couple things I want to break down. First off, let me just say, no woman should ever aspire to be Miss Crustacean. Ew. <laughs> Crusty. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Nobody wants that on the resume. I bet that's a real thing somewhere. I'm sure it's it gotta is. It's got to be. I'm sure it is. Um, 
So she plays the the main character. Her name is uh, Donna. She uh, she plays uh, a character where <laughs> um, this is her first uh, on scene interview yeah. for the for the for the news station. Basically, yeah. this is her first time out. She there. was an intern at the time. Intern, right. uh, first time being the reporter, and um, so she's walking around the Fourth of July festival uh, in what was the name of the city. Uh, Claridge. Claridge. That's yeah. it. She's walking around the 4th of July festival in Claridge where they have like a crab eating contest. Delicious, by the way. Yeah, I'd be so a part of that Kidding fucking me? contest. I Wait, hold just... on, hold on. Look at that. What? There's a, there's an, there's a person in this, uh, in this movie named da, 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 Boner. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Back to the crab eating contest. Yeah. I think that I would just pull up and then just not even try to win, and I would just enjoy a good. Oh, crab I'd dinner. just be sitting there, just having a free crab dinner. <laughs> jokes Absolutely. on, jokes on you guys. Yeah, could I get a beer? Could I get a? So as she's walking around though, interviewing people and this and that, this outbreak starts to happen where people mm-hmm. get boils on their skin, their tongues get eaten out, their flesh gets eaten out, and everything else. And you come to find out that it has to do with the fact that the city's water supply in the Chesapeake Bay has been completely contaminated by chicken shit, uh, tons of steroids, steroids, yeah, all this shit to basically make these mutant isopods, yeah, that are growing inside people, growing inside people's bodies, and then eating their way out, and it's fucking gruesome, and it's awesome. And I've always been skeeved out by those because the. Uh... What do they call those? Exigua? Is that oh, those the... are the things on the fish's tongues? Yeah, those yeah. are real. Oh, yeah. You know that, right? The pictures they show on here are the very famous pictures that float around the internet. Right. The time. So there's this there's this particular isopod who that is a, 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 a parasite for fish. Yep. They crawl into their mouths, or they crawl in actually through their gills, and then they eat the fish's tongue... And then they latch on to the inside of the fish's mouth, and they become the fish's new tongue. Yeah. And the fish actually lives out the rest of its life. And it, it lives out a full fish, sure. fish's life. A full fish life. A full fish life, but with this f- disgusting isopod now as its new tongue. And the thing is, like, and the, all of this is based in reality, which makes the movie even creepier. Which makes it so creepy, dude. Because it's doing it to the people too. Oh, the <laughs> tongue! Like, there's a doctor. One, one of the one of the things is from the CDC, and the, and this doctor that's trying to deal with all these patients. Yeah. And he's like, I'm coming in with people's tongues eaten off. Right. Like, there was no bugs in their mouth, but you know that's what that's from. Sure. Um, I think my favorite part of the movie actually was the CDC like disaster room. I love those types of movies. It reminded me of like fucking like Apollo thirteen. Yeah, like I love these. I love like the the like scenes in movies where there's just a room of people brainstorming and frantically trying to figure stuff out. Yeah, except for it's very frustrating at the same time because the CDC itself is pretty slowly respond. I get at first like they're trying to gather information. And they're kind of slowly responding to Doctor Abrams. Who is telling them, I have, at first, 30 people here, all with boils breaking out all over their bodies. Which was concerning to the CDC then. Right. Like, you have how many? <laughs> and then, well, and then the next time he's on, he's like, 60 people. And they're like, well, hold on, I thought he's 30 people. Oh, it's 60 now. And and then it, the number just gets higher and higher. And then eventually they get on the, they get on the horn with, is it FEMA that they get on the horn with? 
something like that. The one yeah. guy, the the one guy who's he's he's got like a shaved head and mm-hmm. he's basically just completely useless. Well, they're all talking about things that have happened in the past or whatever. And well, yeah, it was, this was this, and we didn't report this because it wasn't our jurisdiction. Yeah, yada, yada, yeah. Like, and it's and he's it's and he's saying like it took you shit, it took you get. yeah it took you six like you knew about this and it took you sixteen days to let us know yeah. when you should have let us know within like minutes and he's like well we didn't yeah like well there was certain certain we passed it to here they passed it to somebody else like yeah it's just like a bureaucratic bullshit that makes everybody suffer yeah absolutely you feel bad for that doctor though because he's literally just trying to do his job yeah and he can't right and the cdc you can tell that they're just they're just telling him stuff to keep him calm because they have a no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> and what they think is going on, but don't have proof for, is too scary to tell the guy. Right. So they're just telling him whatever he needs to hear to, to keep him going. There's the one part in the movie where uh, the CDC finally, th- they think they know what's going on, and they end up being pretty accurate about it. And they tell him, and he's like, he's he's a small town doctor. Like, all these people who he's treating are people who, who he knows, right? And they they tell him, just leave the premises. Yeah. He's like, no. Like basically, just like lock the like walk out, lock the doors behind you. There's gonna be mass casualties. It's a miracle that you're not sick yet. Just save yourself. Just leave. Like yeah. you have to. <laughs> and that's like you. And that's the part in the movie where it's just like, oh wow, this has become completely hopeless. Sure. And that's a that's a pretty that's a heavy moment. It you know? is like. And then you come to find out later that he is infected, and he shows the camera like his like side that's all blistery. Yeah. But then he's there. He's like, I'm gonna work as long as I possibly can while I'm also infected. You know, like it's it's pretty fucking admirable. <laughs> guy, guy should deserve a purple heart or something. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it there's a lot of movies that try to pull off the whole like oh security footage, this and that. You know, there's there's very few movies that can convey the emotion that this movie does a lot of a lot of found footage movies are devoid of emotion because just because the kind of the nature of what they are this movie doesn't have that problem and you know what it was is how how much they kept it grounded in reality Uh like the like any other found footage movie that you would have seen like i was i was half expecting halfway through this movie uh the people who were infected or infested in this particular instance to start acting like zombies or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's how that's what you expect from a found footage movie. Oh, like everybody's going to start like just becoming these bloodthirsty, ravenous. And that didn't happen. Like people started, people started like getting violent toward each other, but it was because they were so desperate for help that they were. Well, they're, they're panicking. Right. Yeah. Like there was like the cop at one point, the cops show up at that house where they hear screams. And when they walk in, everybody is like, you can hear the, you can hear the audio, like everybody's writhing around in pain and screaming. And these parasites are starting to like come out of them and come toward the cop. Yeah. And even when the, the police chief shows up with the, with mayor Stockman, when he, when he comes up to him, the uh the deputy ends up sh- uh shooting the sheriff but it's not because he's trying to save him right he's saying like it's not you don't deserve this you don't you yeah. don't want to die like this this is so painful this is so terrible that like i'm just going to shoot you and you know 
because he knows so, you're gonna get close to me. you're you're gonna get close to me whether I stop you or not. Right. Or like the or, or even the first like the first woman when when like they first show the panic in the streets and you don't know what's going on just yet and then all of a sudden you see it's that it's the woman who was in the dunk tank. Yep. And she's just walking through the streets, like just begging. That was heartbreaking. She's just begging for help. She was begging she's, for her she's, husband. She's begging. No, see, that's the thing. She's begging for her husband. Yeah. More than anything else, and 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 for, for I don't know why that was so heartbreaking to me, but like watching this woman who just like is so scared, and the only thing that will comfort her <clears throat> at that point is her husband. Right. Like for some reason, the love that she had for her <laughs> husband melted my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it was so real though. If people freak out, they just want what is comfortable to them. Right, they want what makes them feel safe. Right, and, and that's it, what I'm saying. Like any other found footage movie would have taken it past the realistic point, and like oh, she would have suddenly started attacking people, but she didn't. Yeah, it was just an innocent woman who wanted her husband, wanted to be comforted, and uh, you know, people who were getting too close to her being infected or whatever. Well, I guess not really getting too close to her, but like it essentially ended up anybody who was in contact with the water at any Pretty point. Pretty much, yeah. Well, and then another thing that really kind of grounded it in reality too, which was freaky, was at the end they explained how some people didn't, some people just weren't affected by it. Some, yeah. You know? Like there were. You didn't really see any of those people in the movie though. But they mention, they, they mention, uh, uh, um, Donna, is that her name? Yeah. Donna. Well, she tor- wasn't. Yeah. Donna Outside tor- of her. Well, though. yeah, because you actually see her. There's a, she gets there's, blood on her. She gets blood on her. She washes her face in the water. At one point, you see her drinking out of a water fountain. Mm-hmm. So she should have been affected by it. But they just, they mentioned toward the end of the movie, like there were, su- there were survivors, like there were people who just for some reason, which we don't know, were unaffected by this whole yeah. thing. Which like makes with, it even scarier it's because like people with COVID, <laughs> right? some people aren't affected by COVID. Well, yeah, like some people, some people die of COVID. Some people are lucky enough to just get the sniffles. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it—you never know who's going to get that bad case. Did you notice any parallels between, um, like the 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 mayor who's talking about like this is the best damn drinking water there is? <laughs> he's drinking about. Did you notice the parallels? Like this story is literally just the Flint crisis. I did. I did think it about that. It felt very similar. Like he, very like he was, similar. like he was Rick Snyder. Yeah. Like oh yeah, no, he like, literally did that. Rick Snyder on TV. did that. He's he's like oh yeah, this is this is good drinking water. And he drank the water. Yeah. Which I guarantee it was Nestle water because his fucking wife worked for Nestle. Actually, when yeah, was this? it's fucking. When it's was weird. this movie made? Twenty fifteen. That was after the. Was it after that? No. Was it? Wasn't it? When I don't know. I, I would need to look up the news reports. But like it, it, it strikes me so similar as, as the Flint uh, water crisis. Um, yeah, I uh, Flint in April 2014, Flint, Michigan changed its water supply from Detroit water and sewage department. So I guess it probably didn't come to light, and it changed no, the parallels in 2014. Are crazy, yeah, though. it's very, it's, it's very bizarre and weird. Yeah. Um, another thing that I liked about the movie is well, in the one f- of the <laughs> sorry too no, the fact that like. Uh, as 
as part of the narrative, like they they would show something where like the CDC called up or like um, or those two oceanographers who were doing studies of the bay and were finding like high levels of toxins and they were sending videos to Mayor Stockman and then underneath it would say there are no records of any response from that's Mayor, what Mayor I was Stockman. literally just going to say. Those yeah. are the points that made it feel really real. Like right. You're watching a real documentary because that happens all the like time in real ag- documentaries. Like you just ignored it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was creepy. It almost gave me the chills watching it because yeah. like, oh, this guy's fucking slime and you know it. Like mm-hmm. he, He's not responding because he knows what he did. Right. Oh, it gave me the jeebs when I was yep. watching it because of how real it was. Yep. You brought up the two oceanographers. Yeah. Why was the guy such a dick to the girl? The entire movie. <laughs> I think he I I think that they were it was it was meant to be kind of playful. I think it was like he was Oh bullshit. That guy was an asshole to her. I don't think so. I think he was. I think he was meant to be like he was making fun of her because her French accent was so thick. She, but she was getting like visibly upset about it. I don't I know. I thought there there was animosity between the two of them. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I did. I thought that I thought they were peop they were people who had probably been working together for quite some time and they just like to rib each other. I'd I'd see I didn't get that at all. I got it as two people that were working together for the first time and he was frustrated that he couldn't understand her. Slow down, you're talking too fast. This and that. Like he's constantly berating her about her accent. And she's frustrated, like, what do you mean? You couldn't understand that? Like I said this. And he's like and he's trying to figure out what she's saying and she keeps repeating it and she's frustrated. Like there's, there's, See, there's I, a level I, of frustration. I took that as two. I took that as more uh, playful, like two coworkers who like to fuck with each other. Oh, see, that's, I didn't that's at all. How I took that. Yeah, I didn't at all. That's funny though that we would see it and like because it ways. probably changes your experience of watching the movie. Like you probably thought he was a dick, and I was I was just like, oh, these are just two people who are probably so comfortable with each other that they don't mind fucking with each other that much. Yeah, you know? I didn't. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, fine. Maybe. Who's to say who's right? Uh, yeah, I, I could be wrong. I don't. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's, there's the thing about this kind of movie is that it's all very outside of going into more of the plot. The movie is very surface. It is what it is. It's just clips. You're just watching clips, and there's narrative, and it just it works, and because it works. And from the beginning of the movie, because you're so used to seeing these types of like this is like a conspiracy being. Uh, being uh, brought like dragged out into the light. Yeah. There's a part of you throughout the entire movie because we're fans of horror movies and you, we tend to kind of predict what's going to happen. We can kind of see the steps that filmmakers take. Sometimes you almost you think like something's going to happen to Donna toward the end. Like either either some you know guys in guys all dressed in black are going to like break in and take her out of her apartment or mm-hmm. suddenly you're going to see her start to show signs of infection or something like that. Sure. And it's not, it's just, it's, it's like so realistic. Like it gets to the end. She gives out her, she gives the information that, that she has on the subject. And, that's it. and at the end she just goes, this is Donna Thompson signing off. Yeah. And then it's just the end. And you're like, Holy fuck. Like that's, it seems it's re- bleak. very real, yeah. It's bleak. Yeah. Like, it's just a bunch of people died. Not a whole lot was done about it. And then that's it. One of the things I couldn't shake during this movie is all the talk of isopods just made me hungry. 
there's a there's this sushi chef on YouTube that makes sushi out of like random ingredients and stuff. And one of the things that he did, he came back from the market with giant isopods. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where the fuck you get giant isopods from. It's probably in California or something. But like, they go to a market and they buy the the gigantic foot foot and a half long isopods, uh-huh. and he makes sushi out of them <laughs> you and i you and i watched that video did we at your old apartment okay was yeah the, yeah okay it was the diary i of forgot a what's, what's sushi the chef or something. what's the guy's name what is I it for, i forget his name i think it's called like diary of a master sushi yeah. sushi chef yeah i remember watching yeah. that or was it because it looked like a horseshoe crab yeah. almost yeah yeah but it's like long, it looked like a giant roly-poly mixed yeah with a horseshoe crab yeah <laughs> fucking weird but and that makes you hungry. <laughs> Looks good. I don't know. There's something so disturbing. Uh, some of the mo- like we watch some of the most fucked up stuff. <laughs> it, it, watching horror movies, right? Sure. But sometimes nature is so much more disturbing than anything you could see oh, in a God, horror movie. Yeah. Like oh, the God, idea yeah. of this thing eating a fish's tongue and then just replacing its tongue for the rest of its life. Yeah, that's fucked up. Well, there's that. What did they say? You there that Instagram page. What is it? Nature is metal. Is that? What oh it is? yeah, nature like, is metal. Yeah. You want to know how metal nature can be? <laughs> Follow that. It's yeah. Fucked up. It's so <laughs> much crazy shit. But anyway, though, uh, that's the bay. Uh, yeah. Highly recommend it. Yeah, I definitely to, like to if, you, if you're into found footage or docu- not, documentary style. Yeah. So even if you're not into found footage, but you're at least into documentaries. Yeah. I think that you'll. I think that you'll enjoy this. Yeah. This could be the exception to the rule. That makes you enjoy something of like this ilk. Yeah, I thought it was really well done. Yeah, a lot of eerie parts, a lot of, a lot of just freaky, gross out shit, and like even some, even some parts that'll hit you like in the feels yeah. a little bit. Yeah, so good, good job, Barry. Yeah, very nice. Um, very nice. Very nice. Nah. <laughs> All right. That's it for this week. Uh, happy Fourth of July, yeah, everybody! Don't We're, blow your uh, eyeballs out. Yeah, stay safe. Keep those eyeballs safe. Don't don't shoot Roman candles at your buddies. Don't shoot fireworks out of your butt. Don't do that. That's a bad. Uh, don't don't drink and play with sparklers. Well, it dawns on me that most people are going to listen to this after the fourth, so we hope you did none of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Pop it. So that's all you need is a little, those little snappy dudes oh, okay. that you throw on the ground. See, I, I do those with my teeth. Yeah, well, <laughs> but you can. You, you can, can drink you and can. you can do that and just stones, right? Yeah, you'll be relatively yeah. okay. You might squat. I've shot, I've shot rocks off in my mouth before. It's <laughs> totally fine. I've shot rocks <laughs> off in your mouth before. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, happy 4th, you all. Happy holidays. Hope you all stay safe out there. Uh, happy com- holidays. Sounds like Christmas. Well, happy <laughs> this holiday, this particular holiday. Uh, come on back next week. We don't know what we're doing just yet. But uh, in the meantime, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. Uh, hey, it's 4th of July, so strap your phone playing our podcast to a firework and launch it in the sky so that some stranger will pick it up, hear our sweet voices, and you can expand our audience. Wow. 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 Yeah, I like <laughs> That's that. That's what I'm saying. I like that idea. Yeah. Strap, strap, her to, strap her to one of the old whistling reports. <laughs> 
<laughs> with the uh, with the, the the parachute, so it can float somewhere. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's, baby. that's what you should do. Take that, Elon Musk. We're, yeah, we're going to the we're going to the stratosphere. Uh, yes, we'll see you next week. Hope you all enjoy the fourth. Hope you enjoyed the fourth. Hope you enjoyed the fourth. May the fourth be with you. That doesn't work. Here. That doesn't work. That doesn't work here. Okay. <laughs> all right. Cheers, um, bud. Welcome to Earth. <laughs>